0: I couldn't be here to talk about the lesbian vampires or uh, that that that's just that's not what we discussed.
1: Your obsession with sapphics is as bad as Louise's obsession with that university.
0: My interests never got me in trouble. Hey, you are to talk when you decided to attend Innsmouth. Why does everyone say it like that's a bad thing?
2: You just can't get over the irony.
0: We'll have a proper discussion about Insmount once we've processed it. For now, I've brought something else to the table. I have one word. Bigfoot. God damn it.
2: Is that not two words?
0: No, no, the cryptid name is one word. Is this what we're doing today? Until you find out more about the golden donut, there is other stuff to talk about. Enough with that name. Uh, it's not a donut. Hear me out. I think I've got some really compelling evidence here that either expands on what we know about the Bigfoot or could be an entirely new classification of cryptid.
2: Guys, nice. could we name a cryptid?
1: No, Ron, we can't because they're not real.
0: Oh. So, there's been a concentration of relatively new sightings in an area not previously known for its Bigfoot population, this area being the Ghost River Triangle
2: know that name wasn't there a krampus sighting around there
0: (sighs) oh the grt is an absolute hotbed of activity i have so many theories just on the area okay okay
3: i can't believe i'm
0: saying this but can we focus on bigfoot right so as we know bigfoot or as it's sometimes known the sasquatch is an ape-like creature that's believed to reside all over the greater north american region While it's usually associated with mountainous and forested areas, it's not unheard of for it being spotted in more arid areas like the Ghost River Triangle. And, side note, while I was researching this, I learned the foot really gets around. Like, I knew of hot spots like Willow Creek, but I learned there have been sightings from Alaska to Florida.
2: Florida Man does see Bigfoot quite often. The swamps are prime hiding ground.
3: Translation... Florida man sees another hairy Florida man
0: Hey Alright, the reason these particular sightings Have gotten me excited Is because they coincide With another major event in the area So some odd 18 months ago or so The GRT was ravaged by forest fires So much so the town of Purgatory Had to be evacuated
2: (laughs) Town is called Purgatory? Do they need to shout louder? How obvious could it be that this means something?
1: Yeah, that some guy in the 1700s didn't have much imagination.
0: <laughs> okay, after the evacuation, once the fires were under control, locals were allowed back into the area. And this is where it starts getting weird. The area remained under quarantine and government observation. Shipments going in and out were under government control. And any civilians moving in and out of the area were stopped at checkpoints. Wait, that's suspicious.
1: Please don't tell me I'm losing you too.
3: No, I just mean about the government monitoring. I don't
0: see how Bigfoot ties into any of this, though. Don't you see this has everything to do with Bigfoot? It was right after these forest fires that the Bigfoot sightings skyrocketed. I have two working theories. The first is Bigfoot was in some sort of extended hibernation and the forest fires forced it awake. It could have been dormant for years prior to this. That's the I
1: I don't even know where to begin with that. Okay, okay. So
3: assuming, and this is a big if, okay? Assuming Bigfoot is real and could hibernate, it's likely a mammal, which means warm-blooded, which means it burns a lot of calories. The kind of body mass it would need to put on before hibernating for years would be just
0: astronomical. There are animals that hibernate for years at a time like snails, and a Bigfoot is not necessarily warm blooded. It could have evolved to be cold blooded like that species of cave goat that went extinct.
1: How do you know this? Why do you know this? Well,
2: the cave goats were on Tumblr. I saw that post too.
1: Did you fact
0: check? Of course I do.
2: Angie, what's your second theory?
0: The second one is the forest fires were a cover and the government released Bigfoot in the area.
1: I can't. I cannot. Why? Why Why would they just think about it? Yeah, at this point, I think
3: Sam and I are the only ones actually doing that.
2: Well, clearly you're not thinking enough because Angie's right. It would explain the continuous monitoring, why civilians were initially moved and only allowed back once the area was deemed safe. Government agents means something is being covered up or experimented with. This reeks of a Bigfoot social experiment or some social experiment.
0: A social experiment that hasn't been going so well, given the reports. Most of the sightings come from drivers who've had their shipments attacked or interrupted. They describe a large six to seven foot creature walking on two feet. It was covered in a light gray, greenish fur that was sometimes described as leaking or oozing puff-like balls. It made animalistic grunts and smelled of blue cheese. Explain to me why this isn't a hunter in a ghillie suit. Some of the reports came from the height of winter. Who wears a ghillie suit when everything is white? A hunter who's
1: moving through an evergreen forest.
2: Then explain the blue cheese smell.
3: Yeah, that's just more proof that it's a random guy. When has Bigfoot ever been associated
0: with the cheese smell, let alone blue cheese? What? The smell is why I'm leaning towards the government releasing Bigfoot. I think this is some sort of bioengineered foot and the smell is a result of that, and losing too maybe. This could be a subspecies or a new creature altogether. There was also one report that may have been the first known sighting of a baby Bigfoot in the area baby bigfoot or a pygmy species engineered in a government lab what why why again why why would the government do that
2: any number of reasons
1: imperialist agendas the u.s wanted a military base in full greenland and denmark was like yo no problem everybody who lives here has to go bye
2: they might even have captured a natural Bigfoot, and the variations were there doing because we all know that no government can capture anything without experimenting on them.
0: Now, I'm not ruling out the blue cheese it was just some sort of regional variation for this. There were some sightings that go back a few years prior to the recent spikes. It describes a creature of similar features, but there are some weird disparity in the reports. Like I found one where the creature seems to be using tools and had a large sharing object and a couple others where it was seen holding a garden gnome weird. And there was this one guy who swears it was wearing a beanie, but I suspect that's just some sort of discoloration to the fur. So this creature had shears, a garden
1: gnome, and was in clothes. Sounds like a guy going to his garden.
0: A garden in the middle of the woods yeah have you ever heard of cabins i'm just saying like with the donut warrior there are repeating patterns that are oddly detailed and specific this isn't one of those gad videos on youtube titled bigfoot caught on tape and it's just some random guy's foot with duct tape wrapped around it
1: Mm Mm-hmm. so tell me how many of these did you see while researching this angie that, that is
0: not the important thing here. One, one technically, but it was a misclick because it ended up in my recommended.
1: Wait. You're telling me you called this entire session because you went down the YouTube rabbit hole? That I. No, that is not. No? Yeah, I'm out. Wait. Wait.
0: You can't, you can't leave. She just left. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, the big
3: guys, there's not enough evidence here to support any she of this. She left.
2: We couldn't give her the evidence. She's but just the blue gone. Blue cheese
3: big A big little foot. bit of evidence and then a bunch of wacky theories. Come on, guys. Blue it's cheese. not theories. Blue oh, cheese. Are you kidding me, guys? I want to support you, but please, you're making it very hard.
2: Uh.
0: Canon Fodder is part of the Fundamentals Network. Canon Fodder is produced by the Fundamentals. Editing by Corey Shrek. Sound mixing by Corey Shrek. Directed by Corey Shrek. Script by Diana Ramsaran, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Voice cast Diana Ramsaran, Alejandro Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Special thanks to Thaddeus Stoklos.